0: You're listening to the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT podcast. I'm your host and curator, Rabbi Avram and I hope you enjoy this episode. Tana Rabbonin. The Mishnah said that a person is not supposed to go out with what? He's not supposed to go out with a kameya she'einu mina It's something that's tied around him. We know it's supposed to do something in terms of of warding off illness, curing illness, helping with illness. But he can't wear that on Shabbos if it's not from Hamumche. This doesn't mean that the man who wrote it is known to be an expert Kameh writer. And that he knows exactly what he's doing. And he's cured people. And that means three times. And the kameya itself, the one that you're wearing, has already worked. Three times. Ella, and the mumchagavra. As long as this person's rep is strong, as long as this person has done it, and he has actually written Kameus. That have cured people. Even though the one he's writing you is a brand new one, you can still wear it because there's an assumption that's going to work. It's not, a, 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 and therefore you can wear it uh, on. You can wear it on Shabbos. What can't you wear on Shabbos? What we're saying is, as long as the person is a mumche, then you're allowed to wear it meaning, if it's not that this has worked. This might be the first time it's ever been used, the first time it's ever been worn. But if it's written by someone who has that type of expertise, then it's all right. It doesn't say that the kameya is not a mumcha kameya. It didn't come from a mumcha. If it comes from a mumcha, and that was the first time it's being used, then a person could wear it. Sh'ma not the price says a Kamehameha Mumcha a Kameya Mumcha, not the person himself, but the Kameya itself is Vishona That it worked three times. There's two types of Khameyas. One is that it was something that was a pouch and written in it was various, it was parchment was in there, and in the parchment was certain Shemos or certain Psukim that's a written kameya Echad karin really there's nothing it's only uh, it's only uh, herbs and stuff that is that it's put together herbs and other materials things that have been ripped out of the ground and have put together and and put in a special uh, way and tied up in a special way that was the kameya of ikarin that would be a kameya Mumcha even if the person wearing it needs it because he's in a situation where this is warding off something that could kill him, or even if the, what he's wearing for, it's not going to kill him. He could still wear it in Rosh Hashanah. Not that he's already become a uh, victim of epilepsy. Even if you're because you know the family history or you know something else that he shouldn't become epileptic, it would also be allowed to wear it. And since we're giving him this heter, it's not like other things that we're worried about, that he's going to take off, show off, women showing off, men showing off, people being embarrassed, carrying it in their hands. This you're going to wear. It's a health thing. And because of that, you wear it, you don't take it off. And since we know it's worked, and it's protected you. Therefore, it's like an item of clothing that protects you. Just like a ski cap uh, will protect you in the cold and will protect your ears. This will protect you from illness wherever you are. And you want to walk in Rishon Sarabim. you don't want to become ill. So this is not considered a mas on Shabbos. It's like a Tachshit. And therefore, you're allowed to even stop and retie it. Again, you're not going to be kosher in a way that you're making a kesher shol kayoma, that you're chayiv for kashira, but the point is you can undo it. You can undo it in Rishush HaRabim and then, or take it off, and if it's hot, whatever it is, to stop for a minute. We're not afraid. You're going to hold it in your hand and walk around with it. kosher umatir, the only thing is, shavoyik yikshirenu b'shir ubatabas. Don't put the kamea around some other, uh, necklace. That you have the necklace and you have the kamea attached to that. Why? Mishu Marasayan. What's the Marasayan? Rashi says. Because it doesn't look like it's Rafua. Because it's connected to like this, 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 this necklace to this ring. And that's, it doesn't look good. What's it doing there? Because once you put the necklace in there and the kameh is attached to that, it's worse. Batanya. Hmm. So what did we see before? We saw that... Um, let me read it again. We saw before, on the page before, was... Ko sharipah It could be the same person. It could be the same person. It doesn't have to, right? It could be the same person. Aha. It worked three times. That's going to be the question. The question is, as we go on, the Gemara asks, It has to be three different people to be a Kamehah Mumcha. If it healed the same person three times, And now he wants to give it to someone else. Maybe that's not good enough because this has to be three different people. In other words, to say that the kameya works, it could heal one person three times. If one person was ill and three times it took the COVID away, it should, then that guy could give it to someone else for COVID or whatever it is, and he go out, that's the first b'raisa. The second b'raisa, when it's talking about Ezek Kameya it means, how do we know now that the next thing this person writes is considered Mumche? Let's read it again. let's read it again. The last thing was to tell you Agavra. The gavra that he's now considered an expert kamea writer would be if he has cured three different people. If he's cured three different people, says, "Oh, whatever." The next kamea he writes is good, even though we don't even know if anybody used it. But let's say the let's say the guy gives the kamea, and this one person got ill three times with COVID later, and he got better with the kamea. So now that kamea can be given to anybody else because we know that kamea works. In fact, one could even say that if somebody can, let's say there's a certain way that kameya works. Now, there's a certain format, there's a certain fold, there's a certain uh, amount of spices, whatever it is that's put in there, or certain types of psukim laid in a certain area, however these kameyas work. Somebody else could say, hey, I'm gonna write a kameya just like that. And that would be okay too. It doesn't have to be the original kameya writer, it could be someone else who now that he took a Kameya that worked, and the, what was the proof that it worked? It cured this person three times. So now another person could use that Kameya or another person could duplicate that kamea, and that would also be good. However, <laughs> there's no proof that the guy who gave the original Kameya is now an expert for all Kameyas. It's just this one it rang the bell. And therefore, this one can be used, or someone else could copy it. um Papa, sheetali tlas with tlas gavre. Let's say that the man wrote three Kameyas to three people. Now let's say, let's take the diseases. Okay? So there's COVID, there's uh smallpox, and there's bubonic. <laughs> Okay. So let's say each one of these guys, Ruven Shiman and Levy, Kolev was the one who was writing the Kameus. There's Ruven Shimon and Levy. And Ruven Shimon and Levy each got uh COVID, smallpox, and bubonic. And Kolev wrote Kameis for all of them, and the Kameis cured all three. Right? So, first of all, you know, Ruven got the bubonic. Kolev wrote the Kamea, Shimon got the babonic. he took Ruvain's one, right? And then, etc. And then it cured all three. So in that case, Repubba says, it cured three people from three different makhlas. It turns out now, t'las Kamea, Latas gavre, Tlossa zimne, then what's the deal? It's machi gavre. Obviously, Kolev is now a super kameya writer. It's machi kameya. And those kameyas, Those three kameyas can now be duplicated and be used. Let's say a new thing comes out. Malaria comes out. So now Kalev is is, is considered an expert to write a kameya for malaria. And let's say any of these kameyas want to be used for someone else. We don't need Kalev writing them anymore. Someone else could duplicate them. So that's a case where both are taken care of. Let's read it again. Pshita vi twas kameya t'was gavre, twasatwasimne, ismachi gavre, caller is not considered a writer, and all those kameyas that he written can now be duplicated. Ismachi Kameya. Okay. What about tuasi kameya with gavre chad chad zimna? Let's say it turns out that. There's three different illnesses, okay. One's got COVID, one's got smallpox, one got one has got bubonic. And Kolev was able to write one Kamea for one, one Kamehameha for the other, one Kamehav for the third, and they all got cured. So Gavra is Machi. Kolev can now write a Kamea for malaria, and the person could wear it or Sarabim, We know the guy's got the goods. But the Kamehalo is Machi. Those kameyas only worked once, so those kameas can't be duplicated. you can't say give me that one because right let's say one kameha went to three people and it cured three people so what do you see it's um let me read it again. Kamei with That means this Kameya could work. And someone else could duplicate it and give it to someone else for this illness. The gavro is mache. Why? Because you only you you cured three people from the same disease. That doesn't mean that when you write the next one from malaria, that we're gonna think it works. But Papa, those are clear to me. Let's say uh, Ruvain has got all three illnesses. Let's say Ruvain has got COVID, then he got bubonic, then he got smallpox. Okay. And Kolev wrote for him three different Kameyas and he cured them. My, what's in that case? Now, Kameya Vada is Obviously, it only worked once. So you can't duplicate that Kameya or give that Kameya out because it hasn't been yet shown to work. Gavraus mahi is machi. but could you say now that Kolev is at least a, a guy that you could trust for whatever? I mean he did cure Ruvain from three different illnesses. me I'm come on, who else did it the guy was the guy was down with three illnesses all of a sudden, Kolev gave him the stuff, and he was good. so do you see kolev has got the power to write Kameis. Oh dilma Ma thy dai Maybe there's something about Ruvain to come a Kabul that it's not that, that, that Kalev is great. Ruvain is the type of person that can get better, even though the only thing that he got was a paper. He has that type of, uh, that type, right? Look at Rashi. the High Gavra. What does that mean? the Malach that, that's taking care of Ruvein is Makabu Kameis. That's all you see. Or whatever, he's the person who Makabu even a Kameh. All right. So, that was Rav Papa's question. says, take, we're not sure. So in that case, we're talking about Isra Daraisa, so there would be a a, 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 a suffix, well, whether you'd be able to wear it, and you probably have to be Mach, but not wearing it in Rishwisar Abed. So again, in that case, whether Koliv would write another kameya for someone, we wouldn't let that person wear it. Rishus Sarab, because says you have to be machmir. And by the way, you think about this, and, and and it's not a far stretch. This is what we we're doing now with COVID. We're trying to figure out what's the key. He got better. What was it about? What were the factors involved? What was it about? Was maybe these factors? Maybe these guys were weak. These guys were strong, right? That's what we're trying to figure out. Do we have the uh, do we have the uh, vaccine? Do we have what works? We have all these statistics. We have It happened three times, it happened this. Right? So that's what we're trying to build a case. This type of looking at it from a mathematical, statistical way is what we're trying to do in terms of, of coming to decisions about what works and what doesn't work. So it's very similar uh, to what's really happening today. And I thought it was, it was very interesting in that case. Iboilu. Kamein yeshpen mishum Kadusha. We know that you put Shemos in there, you put names, you put psukim. But that Kameya in there, we know it's meant to cure people. Does it have a sense of Kedusha there or not? What would be the nav-gamina? Let's say there's a fire. So we know that even though normally if you didn't make an Erev, you're not supposed to carry from your Rishus into a, a, a Rishus that everybody else owns. Let's say from your house into the So You didn't make an Erev for some reason. Didn't make an of in the place. So you can only carry within your house. However, if a fire breaks out in your house, Chazal gave a special hetter to take out Kisve HaKodesh into the Chotzer. Okay. Would that apply to kameus? Would you be able to pick up the kameus and take them out into the Chotzer or not? Sumer says, Toshma. We know how brachos, people used to have little, uh, uh, like pieces of paper with Brochos written on it. Because they didn't know all the brachos, or the brachos that they would have for, let's say, if the chazan for Rosh Hashanah there was a long davening, so he had the brachos written out. Kamein, Yesh ben Oisios. They definitely have the letters of the Torah in it. Uminyinos harbeishem Torah, and there's psukim back there, and Hashem rofecho, and things like that. Ain matzinosomane adleka. There's those aren't called sifrei kodesh. They're not called Sifri Kledish. They're cheat sheets for the Chazim. They're Kameis to they help you get better. It doesn't have a shame Spartan just because it has not even of God and it doesn't have it, make it, doesn't give it the shame Safer. Okay? It's not called a Safer. We're going to let them get burnt. You have no right to move them. Maybe you can move them in the house, but if, if there's no place to move them in the house, you don't have a right to be over the Rabon of taking them out. You just have to let them get burnt. Oh, So that's not what we're talking about. That couldn't have been the question of the base medrash because the answer isn't a braisa. What was the question of the base medrash that needed to be worked on by the amarim? It was the question was when the kameh goes bad or what? Do you have to be going it? You have to put it in geniza and shamus. Once again, there's a braisa. What does it say? Let's say the shame, some of the shamus of Hashem were written on handles of, 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 of various utensils. Or on the bed, the bed steps, the bed, the bed, the feet of the bed. What do you do? If that happens, and now you want to junk the bed, or even if not, you don't want the shame Hashem there, you goad. You should cut, cut it off from the bed, cut it off from the utensil. You have to be gone, is it? So that would be the same thing with the kameya. Kameya, you do have to be gone it. has to go in the shamus. But it doesn't get the shame of of a of, of, of a safer Kadosh. It doesn't have the Kedushas ha safer, but it is definitely something that you can't be Mavaza and you have to put it away. You have to be gone it because it does have shame. Yes. If somebody have a tattoo shame a shame, so why <laughs> some people I see have a that's, it's a a so that's a problem that's, that's, not, that's not really such a you're supposed to put gemi over it if you go into a, uh, the bathroom and think we're going to see the bathroom in a second you're right, you don't put yourself in shame what about going in the bathroom so could you go in with them Megan Jackie's question as well can you go in with the kameh into the bathroom yesh ben kedusha? does it have enough kedusha that it shouldn't be a place where people are sitting there in the bathroom and it should be oser odilma maybe really doesn't true you don't throw it away you, you put it in geniza but it doesn't really have kedusha that there's a problem of going in the bathroom with it odilma ain't ben kedusha bishari even though there's a shamus in there that was the question toshma we're going to bring a raya about going to the bathroom what's going to be the raya let's see what do we say in our Mishnah? We said in our Mishnah, that you can't wear this kameh unless it's been established that it works in Rishus HaRabbi. Which mean what? If it's been established that it works, enough, it can go in Rishos HaRabbi wearing the Kamehah. One second. We know we've made xerus. We've made xerus. we make made Zairus. That's what this paragraph is about. That if there's a situation, the woman might have to go to the mikvah. But she has to take the stuff out of her hair. If the woman is going to show see a friend of hers, she's going to take the ring off or take the thing off, take the necklace off and show her friend. She's going to have something in her hand. If there's something that by going in Rishwisar it's going to fall off and you would think you're going to have it in your hand. We ask her it going into rishus Abim. Well, we know you might be in Rishus HaRabim and you might need to go to the bathroom. And if you have to go to the bathroom and you're wearing a kamehah, you're going to take it off. And if you can take it off, you're going to have it in your hand. So it shouldn't be mutter to wear it in Rishus HaRabim. Unless it must be, you could go into it with the bathroom. Otherwise, we should make a the same we made a on and all these other things. You should make a on even a kamehah that's mumcheh. A kamehah that's eynoy you, you might even be chay for for wear. It's not a begot at all. It's putting something on. It doesn't really protect. You think, you hope, whatever. It's just sitting there dangling on your body, your chay But even a kamea, sh- a kamea that's mumche, you shouldn't be able to wear. Why? Because if you can't go in the bathroom with it, and going in the bathroom, it's ju- it's much more shchiyach than a woman maybe needing to go to the mikvah. So the takana should be, you can't wear a kamea, even though it's a good kamea. So it must be that you could go to the bathroom with it. That's the Gemara's proof. All right. So let's read it again. Sometimes you need to go to the bathroom. Yeah. And it's going to be in your hand now. And therefore what? So it must be we have a Raya. doesn't really have Kedusha. And that would mean, in Jackie's case too, you could definitely go in with a tattoo into the bathroom. No, no, no. It could be in Ukimta. what are we talking about in our Mishnah? We're talking about a case for what? There's two types of kameyas. Some have things written in it, but some are kameya vikarin. And even those can be mumch or not. It's the way you tie it. It's what you put in there, the type of spices, the, the shape of the knot. And therefore, there's there there's no shame a Hashem. Hmm. Batanya, one second. We have a Brysa that talks about our mishnah that says "echad kameir echad And the Brysa probably knows what the Mishnah was talking about. So how can you tell me the sukimta? you're right. It could even be a Ksav. But it's talking about a cholashi yesh we're talking about a cholah, and therefore, even though in a certain way, oh, he's going in with the shame Hashem to the bathroom, but since he's got to wear it all the time, even when he's in the bathroom, so the sakana is docha that the fact that the sakana allows him to wear it, even though it's a bazillion of the kedusha, had he not been a cholah, but since he's a chol with sakana, he's allowed to wear it in the bathroom. Just one second, then we have the brisa explaining our mission. It says, cholah sakana, what she sakana." Because that's the Bryce that explains where you are allowed to wear the Kameya. And that's an extension of our Mishnah. And that says even if what? Even if it's ein Sakana, you are allowed to wear it if it's, if it's a Kameya Mumcha. You know what? Kievan the masi once you know they work, once you know they work, so then, even though the guy is going to take it out, it might have to take it out when he goes to the bathroom, What's the worst that's going to happen? He's going to forget to tie it back on his on his body. He's going to hold it in his hand. When it comes to kameyas, they don't need to be around your neck. It's not called hitzol. The kameya works, and he walks around holding it. The Gemara has an incredible answer here that even though he's walking in Rishus holding something in his hand, but that's to protect him. That's like a hat that he's wearing from the sun. So even though he's got it in his hand, we're not worried. And that's a really, Be'etzem, um, we want to say you're not supposed to go into the bathroom. I, why didn't we make a Because there's no reason to make a Because even if you have taken it in your hand, you can walk in Rosh Sarabim holding this Kamehah. That's the, the Gemara's Havamina now. Just one second. Batanya. Rabushi said said and he knew these prices, he says you're not you can't you can not you can not hold a command in your hand. Okay. So that answer it was an incredible, interesting answer, but it's not true. No matter what, even though it's working for you, you can't walk around carrying this thing. What are we talking about again in our Mishnah? Again, we don't want to have a that You can go into the bathroom with it. So, I ah, you can wear it on Shabbos and you're going to have to take it off. No, you're not going to have to take it off. The is going to answer again. Why? The mechupah or Because this Kameya is wrapped around, even though there's a mashem in it, but it's got another piece of leather around it. So therefore, it's like it's, therefore, it's not like the shame Hashem is in the bathroom. It's like you covered it up with another piece of leather. one second. So it's with a piece of leather you can go in a bathroom. Hare tefillin. What about tefillin itself? The machupor tefillin is also the shameos and the cloth, and the cloth is covered by the box, right, and and, and the leather. You have to, even before you go to the basics, you have to take tefillin off for nichnas. It's awesome. It's not because of the batin. It's not because of the parashios. It's because of the tefillin shorosh itself, mishum shin. It's because there's something in the R. Because we inscribe, we, the sefer puts in with kavana the letter shin, which makes up one of the hashem which is on the body of the tefillin box itself. No rabaya, shin shotfillin is a lokal moshimissinae that has to be done. That's why you can't go in with the tefillin not because of the batim Because those are actually covered. But it's because the tefillin itself has, is considered a chepz of kedusha because of the shin. So that's the shin, of course, and the kesher is the Dalid, and that's how you have the yud. They're all part of the Lokomosh Missinai, they have the same shakai. Lobasirion, Lobakasta, Loba Makpayim. These, of course, are all uh, instruments, that uh, things that a soldier would wear, right? Sirion is called Zarda, okay? What's the Kasta? Amarav, Sanvarta on his head. Makfayim, what's that? Puzmiki, those are like these big boots. bin says. So these are three things that you'd only wear going to war. And again, we we, we say that you shouldn't be wearing them in Rishwasaravim. Because uh, that's not what. If you're a soldier, it's one thing. If you're not a soldier, you want to get dressed up. And technically, maybe it's, you're not chayav but It's Midarabonan. We don't want you wearing it because it's not really derech malbush. Let's next mishnah. Let's teach A woman cannot go out with a machat, uh, a nail that's like a seamstress's nail. So even though she's wearing it in her bagot, that's the way seamstresses go out. That's the way they that's the way they project themselves. That's the way they do advertising. So any woman, no matter what, cannot stick a, 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 a tailor's needle, a seamstress tailor's needle, into their bagot and walk out. With her. And she can't go with the signet ring. We're going to see in the Gemara what kulior is and kovelet. We'll see what these things are. Hopefully we'll get to it tonight. And she can't walk around with, uh, with, with, attached to her with a, a necklace, a perfume bottle. The <speaking in Hebrew> mayor says, in all these things, you're It's considered a total masa. Chachamim say, we say, you're not the other ones we agree with the machat, but the other two we disagree. We'll find out in the Gemara what the machlechus is. When it comes to a uh, a, a man, with a man, the opposite is true. When it comes to the ring, when it comes to the man, if the man wears a ring without a signet, just a regular what we call a feminine ring, which is just, which doesn't have a signet, maybe has a, a jewel in it, but doesn't have the signet to make a seal, the man will be Chayim chattes, and the signet ring he, he it would be Potter abo Hmm. Al kol the leish leisha. What a man wears a woman doesn't wear. And even though this woman for some reason uh, wants to wear the signet ring, we say, you know what? That's not for you. And if you wear it, that's considered a, a masa. And if a man would wear a woman's ring, a ring, which is the type of ring women wear, that would be considered a masa. Right? That, that's a sensibility that we have to have, right? That seems to be what Uva is saying. We know we have a price that says haroyin yoitsin besaken. We know that 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 generally, uh, what's considered a malbush is created by styles what people wear. So it used to be shepherds who were always out and their bushes and their things and their thorns and other stuff were outside a lot. So they used to make clothing out of what they used to make clothing out of goat hairs, and they would have a sock, and this is what they would wear. They would wear like a goat-haired coat. So if they wear that, even though it was unusual when they were starting wearing it, a regular person would never usually wear such a thing, they could go up HaRabim, we say that's their clothing. Anybody, if you want, you could wear a, a shepherd's goat sack uh costume, Adam Rashwash HaRabim, and that's your begging. and let's say So what do you see? You see that even though you're not a shepherd, the same thing should be true. You're not a woman, but you see women wear it. So if women wear it, so men should be able to wear it. They shouldn't be chay for wearing that type of ring. Maybe it should be Yasser der and they'll take it off. Who knows? But it shouldn't be a vachatas. <laughs> Amar avyo yisif, must be uva holds no am bifnei What uva holds is, is that women are their own world. In other words, you're right. A shepherd you could have a shepherd as a man, and then you have another guy who's not a shepherd, who's wealthy, he doesn't have to do a shepherd's job. But if shepherds do it, then it becomes the derech of shepherds to wear. Anybody can adopt for this Shabbos to dress like a shepherd. But men and women is a different world. And therefore, the way women are, men aren't. And therefore, for a man to put on something that a woman wears would be considered a The Omar um, says, Is that true? What about the fact, and again, remember, even if you have a woman, of course, who's wearing, again, why is she wearing the ring? Maybe she's wearing the ring because, again, she's a business lady. Whatever it is, this is what she wears. But the point is that's part of the man's world. And therefore, wearing it on Shabbos is considered a maso. So on that, a bayat, a moti tefillin, we know, the Mishnah says, if a person finds tefillin, and the tefillin are in a mokum bazillion, so what do you do? And you don't want them to sit there. These are tefillin. I don't know how they got there, but now it's going to rain and people are going to be there. Goyim are going to take it. So what do you do? You do the right thing. Machnis and zug zug. You bring them in. You, you you wear them. You put them on you. And you go back, back and forth, back and forth. You find them somewhere in Rosh Sarabim, somewhere on the big highway. And then you take them into somewhere, the closest place. You take them off. You go back and back. And a woman does that too. Now one second. rid You're telling me what women are, that's a different world. And women can't say, well, men wear it all the time. I'm I'm also a human. So when I put it on, it's considered a malbush. No, women never wear tefillin, right? Why? Why don't women wear tefillin? Women don't wear tefillin. They don't wear tefillin. So what's the right for them to put on the tefillin on Shabbos? if they're just like the woman who puts on the signet ring, and maybe she's even a business lady. So we we'll gonna talk about later. But still, it's it's considered a masa. So a woman who puts on tefillin to save the tefillin is being is doing an averish. She's for. So what? Why are we telling the woman to do that? We wouldn't be matter that. Wouldn't be matter a to let, just to save the tefillin. Tamar says, you know what? Um, He says, "Hashem, that brisa, that mission that talks in Erevin, that talks about bringing in the Tillin, that's Rav Meir. Hashem k'sava Rav Meir. zman Rav actually holds that it's only Midrabanan that women do not, men and all of us don't wear tefillin at night. Really, tefillin is a mitzvah to have constantly on, but because people couldn't go guard themselves from flatulence and other things." carry, whatever it was. So that's the reason why we say you don't wear tefillin at night. And really, Shabbos is man tefillin who. And therefore, men at Torah, chavli mitzvah say, they could be mekayim a mitzvah by wearing tefillin women. The says, shaloy and hashom chayobos. And therefore, according to Rev Meir, women could wear tefillin. Maybe they did, maybe they didn't, but they could. And therefore, on Shabbos, they could put it on and save them. Okay. Now the Gemara says, I still don't understand. Okay, but that's different when it comes to our Mishnah. Our Mishnah is saying she's chay when she wears the signet ring. So why? Because she's carrying the signet. She's carrying the seal. Okay, but it's not the normal way to carry. And you should be chayvachatis. Okay, you want to tell me it's not like a tachshit for her because the worlds are different. And even though she's a businesswoman, but on Shabbos she can't wear it. But when she wears it, she's not wearing it kedarkoi because the derech you're going to oh for for a seal, a seal you hold in your hand, right to to use it. So, but she has it on her finger. Isn't that an unusual way of caring? So she should be putter because it's an unusual way of caring. We're talking about an Isha who's involved. She's rich. She's involved with a bunch of different papers, a bunch of issues. So she always puts it on her finger. An Isha gives virus, So she'd be chay v'chatas. The Gemara says, okay. That explains why if a woman wears, puts it on her finger, she's still chay v'chatas. Because this is normal for her to wear it this way. Ishmai, what about a man? Why is a man like Ullah said, if he wears the ring on Shabbos without the, the signet? Elo, marava, this is the reason why. You don't have to say we're talking about, uh, why isn't it called Because Sometimes, uh, a, a man has a signet ring. And a woman will sometimes be given in charge of it. When does that happen? When the man needs it put away. And she has a good jewelry box. She has a good place to hide it. So he says, honey, can you take my ring and put it away? What will she do? She will go and put it away, but she'll put it on her finger. All right? So that's what will happen. She doesn't put it in her pocket, she doesn't, doesn't hold it in her fist, she actually puts it on her finger. Manich tabir, I mean, she puts it on her finger here. doesn't really mean she holds it. So therefore until she gets to the jewelry box. And sometimes a woman will give her husband her ring. To take it to the jeweler to fix. To fix. And what does he do with it? So sometimes it is the derech to hold such things. And the way you would hold them is on your finger. So this is the way we're splitting it. It's because it's not your derech, because it's a woman's thing. But the way you're doing it is still a usual way to transport it. Because there are often times that, that occurs. So, therefore, in terms of the Hitzakh al it's not, but it's not considered a tachshit, it's considered a masa. And therefore, the man is chayyim and the woman is chayyim as well. Let's just do a couple more minutes here. We'll, three more minutes and we'll finish. Loba kulior, lobe kovelis. What is the kulior? Amarav, machvanta. It closes up the parts of her clothing. Uh, it's unnecessary because, uh, we're, again, she doesn't really need it. It's 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 an unnecessary item, kavelas. In other words, it could be closed without that. Amarav chumra to the filon. What is it? Basically, it's it's got spices in it. It's, right? Chena maravasi chumra to the filon. It's really like a perfume that she wears. Kavelas Amarav. I'm sorry. Tana Rabanan lo v'im yatz That's like our Mishnah. Devei Meir. <laughs> say, no, she shouldn't go out with the koveles. Um, it has all these things to make her smell good, but you're not chayam hachatas. Rebbe <laughs> should go out with it, there's not a problem. Rebbe <laughs> L'ezer says, look, I know what it's for. It's to make her smell good. That's like walking around with a magnifying glass, like I said before from Rabbi David Cohen, about glasses. It works, but it's not clothing. It's to make her smell good. It's nothing to do with clothing and protection. So therefore, I know she's happy walking around with it, but it's like she's carrying a flag of the United States. She'd be chay v'chatas for that. Rabbi and Sabri, no, tachshadu. do because no, no, this is the way she wears it. It's, it's, it's shaped in a nice place, and that's what it looks like. It looks like something like a baguette, and therefore it's like a piece of jewelry. I. But she might take it off to show someone. And therefore, it's also the Rabonat. Rabbi Lezer says, no. This is not like a regular piece of jewelry. Who is the person who wears the kovelis, this thing with the good smell? Who is this? A woman who has natural bad body over <laughs> she doesn't want to show this off, even if it looks nice. The want to say, oh, what does it do? Oh, it smells good. Oh, you smell bad. She's not gonna do that. So we know automatically she's gonna keep it on. That's what Rabbi Lezer says. Well Sully Lezer uses the term poter. You're telling me Rebel Lezer says that Rebel says that you're not that you're completely mutter. There's another Bryce, the same Rebel says, you're the woman if she wears this perfume bottle, this perfume thing uh, on her. Um, says, um, um, it depends where Rebel Yezer is talking. That Bryce he just quoted, there wasn't a third opinion. There was no Chachomen. the had Meir, the big Machmer, who says, I consider it like a flag of the Confederate States, Yechayi of for it. Right? He says Khayev Khatis, Amraway Potter, Kikoya the Rabonan. When he goes with Rabbanan, the Amra Potter, who said Avalasar, the Rabbanan the ones in our uh Bryse, who say potur avalasr, he has to be clearer and say it's mutter lakathila. Let's go on to one one more line. Rav Ravner, where do you see that? Titanya Lopeti Shimaptayakshabi Yoda. Reb Meir says she can't go out with a type of key ring. Like it's, it's, it's a ring with a key on it. Because that's obviously meant to open the door. Rav Meir. Reb says, I'll tell you what. You mention a bunch of stuff. I want to tell you. So you see, oh, more, just one second. Meir talked about a key ring. And he's talking about perfume. That obviously the Bryce is missing things. It should also say the chain the chain Remember, says all those three things. Don't give me this baloney that it's a begot, it's a tachshit. They're all chayav chatos. And that Rebbe says on the key ring. I agree with you, but on the others not. Rebbe Leizer paiter be kovelis u shal Let's do one last thing. When do we say that? You can wear this kovelet that has these uh, it has these spices in it. Humres, so it's like it's it's like something that, that's tied up with spices in it. That's only if there's still some remnant of a spice in it. There's got to be some element of bosem in it. ein and bosame. If all it has is the smell. In other words, there's not an actual piece of spice in there, so then chayavis. Because it's true, it smells nice, but the thing that it's carrying is carrying nothing, right? There, even Rebbe would say that you're right, this thing is around you. Um, it doesn't really work. I mean, it works a little bit, but in that case, uh, we're going to say, you're chayev um, That shows you. The same idea. But let's say, for example, the shear of an ochel is, let's say, a Kazaias, a kosevis. The amount of uh, dates you have to take out is a certain size. So let's say you have half of that amount, but you're taking it out in a cup. What would be the din in that case? The cup is only there to take the little bit of date. But the date's not big enough to be chaiv for. But the cup is, is, is bigger. But the amount in it, although the whole purpose of the cup is for the date, and the amount of the date is not enough to be chayv. are you chayv for taking the cup out? That's what's going on over here. The main reason why you have all these ties there is to keep the reach the of, of, of the spice in there. Right? So you're telling me there's nothing really there. So that shows you that even though in terms of the iker thing, there's not enough to be chayev, but if the container around it is there, you're chayev for the container. So that proves from Rebbe Lezer that hamotzi ochlen pochas mikishir bekli chayev. Why? ein babosim, because there's no real spice in there. So it's kepochas mishir bekli dami. So we should prove from Rebbe Lezer that he holds like this opinion, it's going to be a machlokas later on in the Gemara. So Ashi says there's no proof. Ba'al Me Maybe Rebel Eliezer and everybody. We could even say your potter if, if, it's, if it's less than the amount of date in a cup, and you take the cup out, it could be your potter. But here, shiny okay Here it's different than a less than the amount of date. When there's there's really no spice here at all. The less of There's no real spice at all. There's nothing. All there is is the fragrance from the spices that used to be here. In that case, it's different. There, we look at the Kaylee, we look at the container, we look at what, you, what, 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 what it's being carrying, what's carrying the reyach, and there we say you're for the Kaylee. But in a, a case of the cases before, over there you might be potter. Thanks for joining us for another episode from the Yeshiva of New at IDT Podcast. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast app so you don't miss a single episode.